live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand up, God fearing, God loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. ...that a person is criminal somehow and engaged in criminal acts merely because of, of their identity, um, their sexual orientation, their gender identity. Um, so... This is clearly prohibited under Twitter's content, yet you found hundreds of these posts on the platform. Your team filed complaints about these posts, correct? Yes. And how often did Twitter act to take down these posts, which violated its own content policy? Very rarely. So from our calculation, it looks like about 99% of your complaints, they basically acted on one or two of the 100 plus complaints you filed. Instead of taking them down, Twitter elevated them, um, allowing them to reach an approximate 72 million users. This is not just about what happens online. What happens online translates into real harms in people's lives. Um, uh, Ms. Popcock, you provide services to a community that experienced a devastating LGBTQ attack. Can you provide some examples of the link between speech online and attacks against providers like you? We know really um, online threats, I mean, in addition to just creating an atmosphere of bullying for young people, um, you know, it also creates an... Ladies and gentlemen, what, what happens is is Representative Katie Porter goes on to say that calling a person a pedophile or a groomer suggests that they are a criminal of some sort. And do you want to know why they are pushing this narrative? I'll tell you why, folks. It's the same reason that they started calling them, what, maps, minor attracted persons. They want to normalize so badly pedophilia that they can put it in the spectrum of LGBTQIA+. If they want to pull pedophilia into that and tell you that pedophilia is just something you're born with, it's just who you're attracted to, and that is not a crime. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know about you, but where I come from, having your teeth knocked down your throat for engaging in some kind of a pedophile act against a child, it would be the least of your worries. And all of this, using representatives, using senators, using these hearings, all of it is to push legislation forward to put into law 
that uh, that you can that they can normalize pedophilia and normalize grooming so that they can put it in the LGBTQ PIA pedo XY FBIZ and then it can be normalized and it will no and then they can decriminalize it and that's what they want to do I told you that this whole battle that we're experiencing right now in the United States of America is for the mind, body, and souls of your children. Why do you think I brought my pastor on today on Rise Up to talk about the importance of, uh, of Christian schools? Mind, body, and, and souls of your children. That's what it's all about. If you think these people are fighting you on the battlefield to defeat you, that's just a side mission for them. Their goal is your child. They've got to get them then for ultimate control. You will not be controlled. You are just a side mission to distract the world of what's going on while they come after the mind, body, and souls of your children. All to normalize it into the LGBTQ umbrella so they can then pave the way for decriminalization so that a pedophile can literally go to a school, pick up a kid, take them back into a back alley, whatever it is, be attracted to them. Oh, and what else it would decriminalize is all of those pedophiles out there that have kitty porn on their computers. Nope, no more, no more. And then how about this? Another step further. Not only are they going to decriminalize pedophilia in real time. Oh no, once they get that far, their next step, and I only know this because I literally watch what these people say all day, every day, online, scouring every website possible in order to put together a show and deliver it to you as a final report. And I can tell you their next stage after that is to go retroactive, to go retroactive, meaning that anybody that might be in prison for life or for, you know, 30 years, 20 years for having kitty porn and might have diddled a kid somewhere. Well, ladies and gentlemen, they're going to go and commute those sentences. Just like, what's her name? Kate Brown commuted uh, death sentences in Oregon right before she bounces and leaves the gubernatorial seat. Um, it's all about crime. And we're going to focus on crime on this show. We're also going to be focusing on Trump's real announcement, which it was really, really, that you know, that's so Trump to put out the announcement of the, of the playing cards, the trading cards, right? And then, uh, and then come out with the real announcement. We're going to be talking about that today. We're going to be talking about the Senate uh, voting to ban TikTok throughout the government, which I think, <laughs> hey, guess what? Trump was right. We're going to talk about army, uh, an army investigation into the fetish wearing of those dog masks from army officials. Very, very disturbing. Very disgusting. We're going to be rhino hunting today for John Boehner. I think, uh, I think John Boehner needs, uh, needs to be uh, rhino hunted. We're going to be talking about Mike Lindell and the RNC, Mojave, uh, Mojave, Arizona, and what's going on there. And so, so much more, ladies and gentlemen. You are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV, live from America. And I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And I'm coming from the live, uh, live free or die, excuse me, Granite State of New Hampshire. Thank you so very much for this opportunity and this blessing from God. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a lot to get to tonight. So we're going to get right into our thank yous. I've got a few gifts, and the first gift is going to be this one right here. This might be, I know a lot of you guys send me a lot of great things. You send Sabrina great things, beautiful things that you guys have made, spent hours crafting. 
But this right here, this might just be one of my favorite gifts. One of, not the, but one of my favorite gifts. Kristen Donovan's boys sent me uh, some really cool gifts one time. But let's open this card and let's read what it says. And I know that you guys know who this is from. Merry Christmas, it says. Mr. Jeremy, I hope you and your family have a blessed and Merry Christmas. I hope you like your gift. Nana, Pappy, Mommy and me want to thank you and our LFA family for the prayers and help. God bless you. Love you, Mr. Jeremy. Little David. Check it out, ladies and gentlemen. Is that not what is it's worth all of this? This is this is what it's all worth right here. The youth of our nation, ladies and gentlemen, the youth of our nation, which is why I very, very uh, I always regret when I say something that might hurt uh, a youth's ears because I know so many people uh, watch the show. You know what I mean? Check that out. How cool is that? How absolutely cool is that? I mean, people send really great things. And I just want to thank you all so very much. Uh, I'd also like to thank Paul Ingracia. He asked earlier if I got his uh, Christmas card. We got your Christmas card today, brother, and got the cards for all of the other hosts. We're going to get them out there to them. Thank you so very much for your kindness. God bless you, man. Lori and Ed. Lori, Ed, and Pat. Excuse me. Ledoux. Um, and I think it's Marshu. Thank you very much for the Christmas card. God bless you. We went through all this today. We went to the post office, got a bunch of stuff. Um, Georgia Key, thank you very much for the Christmas card and your donation. Thank you for the Christmas season. I really appreciate that. John and Pamela Grantham, thank you for your Christmas card, your note. And this is, yes, we watched the creation video. Loved it. Awesome. Sybil Kaiser, as always, thank you very much for your donation. Twin sister is Sly, who we always talk about in the comment thread. So God bless you both. Frank and Brandy, um, I can't even read the own, our own writing. Frank and ba- Brandy, weren't, weren't, uh, thank you for the bubbles, the letter, and please pray for the current transition of selling their home and possibly moving to Tennessee. Tennessee's a great place, and so we want to pray for Frank and Brandy that they can sell their home and move to Tennessee and that it's anxiety-free and that it's problem-free and they get down there and they uh, start, a, start a new life apparently in Tennessee. God bless them. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the Lord since we've got such a long show. I want to get uh, to, to everything so we don't lose any of these stories tonight. Very, very important that you're here. If you're just joining in, please rumble the video. Please share this video with any and all the people that you know because we have that much information that's packed into this show. December 15th, here we go. That cry of your heart is a prayer. I am eager to answer. So if you're crying out in your soul, your heart and soul is crying out about something, God is telling you, I'm eager to answer it. Intentionally release your worries into my care and keeping then rest in the knowledge that I am taking care of you and all that concerns you. Folks, I know it's easier said than done. I really do. But if you're anxious, if you got worries, if you're worrying about what you're going to buy for Christmas coming up in 10 days, just don't. Just don't. Just do the best you can today. Give it to God. Smile and say, hey, I'm doing the best I can. I love you. The best thing that I can do is preach the gospel to you. And move on. That's it. 
As you trustingly relax in my presence, find uh, refreshment in the refuge of my everlasting arms. Deuteronomy 33, 27 says, The eternal God is your refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. And Mark 9, 24, Immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. Before you turn out the light tonight, decide on how you can symbolize leaving your worries with me and then do this very thing with everything. Great words of advice. Great, great words of advice. So ladies and gentlemen, don't worry about Trump's message. We're going to get to that. I'm going to show the entire thing right here on Live from America. First and foremost, though, I want to take a drink of water. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to pop on that Rumble chat real quick so that everybody watching on Roku Fire Stick, hopefully there's sound. A lot of people have been saying lately there's been no sound on Roku and Fire Stick, but let's pop on that chat. There we go right there. I pray every day. What was that? Can we scroll back on that? Let's scroll back. I pray every day that my son's pancreas heals. Well, we'll be praying for that too. We'll be praying for that too. Give the Lord Jesus praise for his birthday. Amen. Amen. We've got his birthday coming up. That's the reason for the season, folks. That is the reason for the seasons. The Pope said we should buy less at Christmas and give more to Ukraine. (laughs) Yeah, no. Uh, Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, remove our hats. And let's go to the Lord in prayer right now. And let's think about his birthday. That's why we're all here, right? Right? That's why we had the, uh, the beautiful Christmas uh, graphics when we first started the video, right? Eli spent so long making such great things. Uh, Producer Frankie's been producing such great things. We got the dancing Santas, ladies and gentlemen. But it's all for Jesus. It's all for Jesus. It's not for Rudolph. It's not for Frosty. It's not for fake Santa. No, it's just all for celebration of Jesus, right? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Happy birthday, dear Jesus. I can't wait to sing it. That's what we do on Christmas in my house. We sing happy birthday to Jesus. Gary says, I have two Rumble accounts, TV and phone. I guess he's never going to be without LFA. You know what I mean? All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm ready. You're ready. We're all ready. It's time to go. I hope you rumbled and I hope you've shared. Lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of this beautiful rich gourmet coffee. Here we go. Mm -hmm. And now it's time. Ladies and gentlemen, Donald J. Trump, he trumped us all. He trumped us all with the Trump card, right? He had the Trump card on all of us and said, I got a major announcement coming. Everybody needs a hero. 
And he did. He followed through. And he showed his little NFT digital cards of him being a hero. And I went to his website and saw all the cards. They're cool. They're fun. I mean, yay, I understand what he's trying to do there. Getting the younger people involved. Getting some kind of, uh, you know, a different look and vibe to the way he is running this campaign. It is going to be a very different uh, campaign. He'll still be right to the point. He'll still say the, uh, the hard things that need to be said. He's toned back a little bit. I don't mind that at all. I was not happy if when I thought that the big announcement was going to be what speaker of the house that's what I thought it was going to be maybe vice president pick I don't know maybe a list of vice president picks and no 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 ladies and gentlemen it was the cards but then right after my show right after my show was done and we went into the afternoon all of a sudden we get an announcement from Trump a real announcement And that's what we're going to focus on right now. And ladies and gentlemen, this is a rather long video that you're about to see, but it is very important because not only did Donald Trump Trump come out and make a very, very bold statement, but it definitely ties into his whole heroic uh, talk that he was, you know, pushing the rhetoric he was pushing about being a hero because he's literally talking about coming in and finally draining the real swamp of big tech. He knows how to do it. He lays out a plan how to do it. He talks about the alphabet agencies that are involved. He does not mince words. He's a little different at first. He sounds like he's, you know, but then he calms down and he gets into that nice Trump mode, that nice Trump uh, flow that he's got, and he just starts railing it off. And really what it comes down to, ladies and gentlemen, is a digital bill of rights, leading up to a digital bill of rights. And these people can't do anything without your say-so. And if they do, Section 230 will be gone. You'll be able to sue the pants off them. They'll be running around, liar, liar, no pants on fire because you've sued the pants literally off of their body. And that's what Donald J. Trump is talking about. This is his attempt, or this is his, I guess, his strategy for the drain the swamp part of the big tech. Folks, we've done a lot for it in the last two years, haven't we? You and I, we've done our part. We've done our part. Elon Musk came in, and he spent $44 billion to do his part. We've got them weakened. We've got them in a corner. Their tail is between their legs, and now Donald J. Trump is going to come in and finish them off completely. Ladies and gentlemen, here is the message from your 45th president, your 46th president, and really your 47th president of the United States of America, Donald Trump, his real announcement, the Digital Bill of Rights, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, hold on. Do we not have sound? There it is. All right, let's go back. If this most fun- Let's take it back, and here we go. Your president, Donald J. Trump. If we don't have free speech then we just don't have a free country. It's as simple as that. If this most fundamental right is allowed to perish, then the rest of our rights and liberties will topple just like dominoes one by one. They'll go down. That's why today I'm announcing my plan to shatter the left-wing censorship regime and to reclaim the right to free speech for all Americans. And reclaim is a very important word in this case because they've taken it away. In recent weeks, bombshell reports have confirmed that a sinister group of deep state bureaucrats, Silicon Valley tyrants, left-wing activists, and depraved corporate news media have been conspiring to manipulate and silence the American people. They have collaborated to suppress vital information on everything from elections to public health. The censorship cartel must be dismantled and destroyed 
and it must happen immediately. And here is my plan. First, within hours of my inauguration, I will sign an executive order banning any federal department or agency from colluding with any organization, business, or person to censor, limit, categorize, or impede the lawful speech of American citizens. I will then ban federal money from being used to label domestic speech as mis- or disinformation. And I will begin the process of identifying and firing every federal bureaucrat who has engaged in domestic censorship, directly or indirectly, whether they are the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Health, Human Services, the FBI, the DOJ, no matter who they are. Second, I will order the Department of Justice to investigate all parties involved in the new online censorship regime, which is absolutely destructive and terrible, and to aggressively prosecute any and all crimes identified. These include possible violations of federal civil rights law, campaign finance laws, federal election law, securities law, and antitrust laws, the Hatch Act, and a host of other potential criminal, civil, regulatory, and constitutional offenses. To assist in these efforts, I am urging House Republicans to immediately send preservation letters — and we have to do this right now — to the Biden administration, the Biden campaign, and every Silicon Valley tech giant, ordering them not to destroy evidence of censorship. Third, upon my inauguration as President, I will ask Congress to send a bill to my desk revising Section 230 to get big online platforms out of censorship business. From now on, digital platforms should only qualify for immunity protection under Section 230 if they meet high standards of neutrality, transparency, fairness, and non-discrimination. We should require these platforms to increase their efforts to take down unlawful content such as child exploitation Amen. and promoting terrorism while dramatically curtailing their power to arbitrarily restrict lawful speech. Yes. Fourth, we need to break up the entire toxic censorship industry that has arisen under the false guise of tackling so-called mis- and disinformation. The federal government should immediately stop funding all nonprofits and academic programs that support this authoritarian project. If any U.S. university is discovered to have engaged in censorship activities or election interferences in the past, such as flagging social media content for removal of blacklisting, those universities should lose federal research dollars and federal student loan support for a period of five years and maybe more. We should also enact new laws laying out clear criminal penalties for federal bureaucrats who partner with private entities to do an end run around the Constitution and deprive Americans of their First, Fourth, and Fifth Amendment rights. Yes. In other words, deprive them of their vote. And once you lose those elections, and once you lose your borders like we have, you no longer have a country. Furthermore, to confront the problems of major platforms being infiltrated by legions of former deep staters and intelligence officials, there should be a seven-year calling-off period before any employee of the FBI CIA, NSA, 
DNI, DHS, or DOD is allowed to take a job Woo! at a company possessing vast quantities of U.S. user data. Fifth, the time has finally come for Congress to pass a digital bill of rights. There you go. This should include a right to digital due process. In other words, government officials should need a court order to take down online content, not send information requests such as the FBI was sending to Twitter. Furthermore, when users of big online platforms have their content or accounts removed, throttled, shadow banned, or otherwise restricted, no matter what name they use, they should have the right to be informed that it's happening, the right to a specific explanation of the reason why, and the right to a timely appeal. In addition, all users over the age of 18 should have the right to opt out of content moderation and curation entirely and receive an unmanipulated stream of information if they so choose. The fight for free speech is a matter of victory or death for America and for the survival of Western civilization itself. When I am president, this whole rotten system of censorship and information control will be ripped out of the system at large. Woo! There won't be anything left. Oh! By restoring free speech, we'll begin to reclaim our democracy and save our nation. Thank you, and God bless America. I really wish he'd stop using the word democracy other than that, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. When I am inaugurated, when I am president, we will rip everything out and there won't be anything left. The FBI messed up. The DOJ messed up. The DHS messed up. The NSA messed up. Homeland Security messed up. Social media companies, you're done. I'm putting you on notice. And anybody who has anything to do with that crap, we're putting you on notice. Hey, universities, all of the indoctrination, all of the brainwashing, all of the BS, guess what? We're putting you on notice. And we're going to rip it all out until there's nothing left. Does that sound like a man who thinks that it's a possible, it's a possibility that they're going to steal an election from him again? Does that sound like a man who's like, well, I hope we get the votes. I hope we can play the ballot game. I hope we've got a plan up our sleeves so that if, no, he is looking at the camera and he is speaking unequivocally like he did in 2016 when he came down those escalators and he looked you in the camera and he said, I will be the president. We will build the wall. We will drain the swamp. Unfortunately, he allowed, well, I mean, I guess he didn't allow, but he really had no choice for, tw- for COVID to come in and take everything out. But when's the last time that you've sp- seen him speak so matter-of-factly? When, 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 and we're going to rip it out and it'll be nothing left. Everything that you've ever built is over with, and I'm putting you all on notice. I want to know what the live chat is saying. Let's see what's happening in that live chat. I hope you guys are going absolutely crazy as I am. I love it. Boom, let's pull it up. Here we go. Please be inaugurated next month. Wouldn't that be nice? Yes, thank you for all you do. God bless you as well. God bless you. Jeremy, it's Constitutional Republic. Our country's not a democracy. I know. I wish people would stop saying that. President Trump is coming back soon, says Brad. Trump is the new Superman. He is Captain America, baby, says Melly. They all freaking messed up, said Marky. Amen. You don't think the Democrats won't freak out hearing all that and cheat even more? Sandy, yes, they're going to. But if a man is speaking like that, he's got them cornered. He's got them cornered. 
He's not going to speak like that. You know Trump just as well as I do. He speaks a matter of fact about things he knows for sure, and that's it. And that's why every month we have to say again, Trump was right, Trump was right, Trump was right. Now that's an announcement, ladies and gentlemen. I only wish, I'm just going to say, I only wish that he would have had that in reverse, and that was an announcement, and then the playing cards after. But that's why Trump is Trump, and I'm me. He does things, he understands TV, he understands marketing, he understands advertising, he understands making the left-wing media chase a little laser pointer around for three weeks, talking about something absolutely stupid, but he's always right, isn't he? Isn't he? We're going to talk about it today. Another way that Donald J. Trump was right. Actually, we're going to do that right now. The Senate just voted to ban TikTok on all government phones, and Democrats and the media admit that Trump was right. Well, there you go, folks. When he speaks matter-of-factly, when he puts out statements like that, and he looks in the camera, and he's on fire like that, and he's on point, you can feel what he's talking about. You know that he knows 10 times more than he's letting on. So what I'm saying is, when he speaks that matter-of-fact, he's got these guys right where he wants them. If he's saying when, 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 and and then not only saying when, but then threatening them even more, I'm going to rip it out, And there'll be nothing left. That is not a man who just, eh, that's not a man who wanders around the White House aimlessly crapping his pants and sniffing 13-year-olds, if you get my drift. And now we've got the Senate voting to ban TikTok on all government phones. And the Democrats and media have to admit that Donald J. Trump was right again. You think they like doing that? In a rare moment of unity... That means everybody knows Trump was right. Isn't it funny that he's always right and they always have to say he was right again, he was right again, he was right again, but he's wrong about this next thing. Oops, sorry, he's right again, but he's wrong about this next thing. Oops, sorry, right again. Sounds like a story of about a little boy who cried wolf. I don't know. Sooner or later, people are going to have to wake up and get their head out of their rear ends or their neighbor's rear end long enough to smell the roses instead of the crap. In a rare moment of unity, the Senate voted on, uh, to ban TikTok on governmental phones and other electronic devices. The No TikTok on Government Devices Act, presented by Republican Senator Josh Hawley, passed with ease with no member of the Senate objecting the bill. No member of the Senate objecting the bill. Wow. It must be worse than we thought. If you've got Democrats and Republicans in 2022 agreeing 100% on something, ladies and gentlemen, imagine how bad that must be for America and we just don't know about it yet. Because there is no possible way that these guys, 100% of them would say, I agree. Oh, I agree. Never. On anything. But this, they did. Wow. Senator Hawley said in a statement that the reason for the ban is because TikTok is a Trojan horse for the Chinese Communist Party. It's a major security risk to the United States. And until it's forced to sever ties with China completely, it has no place on government devices. Now, if you remember, President Trump previously warned that the CCP... CCP was collecting data from American TikTok users, even issuing the executive order aimed at banning the communist-controlled app, folks. And leftist publication Vox recently um, published a piece titled, Maybe Trump Was Right About TikTok. Maybe Trump was right about TikTok. I think I can pull this up. I think, yes, I'm going to grab that tweet there. 
Um, all right, we don't have it yet. But even they were forced to say maybe Trump was right about TikTok. And Virginia Democrat Senator Mark Warner on TikTok, I think Donald J. Trump was right about TikTok. I know we have this. Let's go ahead and play this video. Let's start with TikTok. Um, you also have concerns about this. And you're also quoted now as saying, as painful as it is for me to say, if Donald Trump was right and we could have taken action then, that would have been a heck of a lot easier than trying to take action in November of 2022. Okay, did Washington simply not listen because they didn't like the messenger then? And what can we do now? Well, I think Donald Trump was right. I mean, oh. TikTok oh. is a enormous threat. Oh, I think Donald Trump was right. Yeah, no Schiff. No Adam Schiff, he was right. And that's what I'm saying. If you want to go back to this announcement that we just played here, and everybody, you know, there's some people out there that are a little bit skeptical. Trust me. Trump was right. Trump was right. Trump was right. Trump was right. All of those rights, they're not going to lead up to this man saying something that's not right again. So now, yes, starting with governmental phones, I saw that in the chat. Just government? Yes. Just government for now. And then I say throughout the rest of the country because it's killing our kids. I mean, I know that some of you out there love TikTok. I get it, but don't. You know what I mean? That's like loving a rapist or loving a murderer. You know what I mean? Or loving a burglar or a thief or a spy that's just really waiting for you to turn your back and stab you in the back. I know it's fun, but don't look at the shiny things. Read between the lines and see the forest for the trees. Moving on, a story that I wanted to touch on earlier that we ran out of time, and that is... The army investigating these disgusting fetish woke masks that were worn by army officials in some kind of an attempt to do like, I don't know, uh, what, what, what is it, uh, that, that dog cartoon? I don't even know the name of the things. But uh, anyway, here you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it looked like. That's what these, the, how can you do this, right? Paw Patrol, that's what it is. Thank you very much, Mateo, for the $50. We want President Trump now. Amen. So these, in an attempt to like reach out to Paw Patrol kids, I guess, the army put this on. Now, this actually happened a week ago, and I was going to do the story. But I was like, well, no, because I don't want people to think that we're looking too much into it. Yes, it's weird, but I don't want people thinking too much, you know, that we're like trying to grasp at straws here. But it definitely, like, I wouldn't let somebody around my child like that. That looks like some kind of a sex mask, some kind of an SNM sex mask. Like, what is happening here? What, what is happening here? So now the Army is investigating it, ladies and gentlemen. They're investigating two officers who wore fetish pup masks while in uniform. U.S. Army Pacific is aware of con- uh, content found on social media reflecting soldiers' acti- activities while wearing uniforms. U.S. Army spokesman Major Jonathan Lewis said in a statement, The incident is currently under investigation. Well, yeah, you think? Do you think? It's just weird. Military law prohibits conduct by an officer that disgraces them personally or brings dishonor to the military profession. There are a range of potential punishments for violations, including letters of reprimand, Photos of the officers wearing the dog masks while in uniform likely violate Article 133, conduct unbecoming of an officer and a gentleman, said Don Christensen, the former chief prosecutor for the Air Force, who now leads Protect Our Defenders. In the, uh, if the officer is retired, like in Colonel Conley's case, the Army could bring him back to active duty just to have him court-martialed. Well, if, you, if it's found out that they did any of this weird stuff or any of this stuff for a weird reason, then I would support that, okay? I'd support any kind of punishment anyway. It's just stupid. Why would you do that? 
Officers risk being retired at a lower rank, which also lowers their pension payments. As previously reported, the secret group of pups and pup handlers in the U.S. military were exposed after some soldiers spoke out and didn't want a cover-up anymore. The identity of the pup ravage is Colonel Brian Connolly. Connolly is heavily involved in the pup kink community in Hawaii and had a relationship with a subordinate who also engages in pup kink. What? You know what? I blame the military. That's who I blame. I blame the military. This is what happens when you make our, our military go completely woke, ladies and gentlemen, and turn them into a bunch of tranny freaks. This is what happens. This is what happens. And you expect these people to save our country, keep us safe? These people are sick in the head. They're sick in the head, and they need mental help. That's what they need. They absolutely need mental help. I mean, let me pull this up on the screen for you. What in the world is happening here? What in the world is happening here? And you know what? If they're going to prosecute these guys for doing this, then they ought to go ahead and prosecute themselves for what they've done to our military because they're just as guilty, if you ask me. You cannot say, oh, you can't do that in one hand and then let all these woke weirdos in the military who cannot save another military um, a man or woman, a serviceman or woman, if they're in the battlefield because they're all like woke and weak and they have ankles the size of sticks. I just don't get it. I just don't get this whole push towards sex, sexual identity, gay, this, that, the other. Something went wrong on Roku. Yes, I'm seeing that now. Hold on a minute, folks. Give me a second here. Unbelievable, though. You know, the sexual, the, the sexual stuff in this country is out of control, and it's literally identifying, like everybody's identifying themselves based on who they like to have sex with. It's just odd and disgusting. What's next? Bestiality? Are we really going to start allowing people to have sex with animals, folks? Really? Anyway, Roku should be back up now. I don't know what happened there. That was truly and literally a fault of uh, something here. Uh, But the other stuff with the sound, that's Roku. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to take this time. Grab yourself a cup of coffee or a drink of coffee real quick. If you have to go back and get some coffee, do that. Uh, But for the rest of you, we are going to highlight one of our great sponsors here, HomeTitleLock.com. They've been a wonderful sponsor of us here. Uh, They've not only been a wonderful sponsor and continued, continued to help fill the gap where we need the extra income, But they've also helped out so many of you and the way they speak with you and the way they guide you through things and help you. And they're there for you when you call them. I hear so many great stories and I could not be happier with the sponsor and uh, and what they the service that they provide for all of you. We have it. So many other people have it now. And for less than 20 bucks a month, you can literally protect your home title and home insurance doesn't cover it. Uh, Nothing covers it. As weird as that sounds, nothing covers it. And it is the fastest growing form of identity theft in the world. So make sure you guys go to HomeTitleLock.com today. uh, Secure your home. Because like I always say, and they don't say this, I'm saying this, your home is a heck of a lot more than four walls and a roof. It is everything. It is the cornerstone of your entire family. So don't lose out on that today. All right, we're going to move on. Like I said, we've got a lot to get through. And I want to go right now, if I could, to this video. Now, this is, I think, is about a four-minute video or so. It's quite a long video, but you need to see this, folks. You need to see this. This is an anti-woke Indian immigrant who's at a hearing, at a congressional hearing. She's testifying in a congressional hearing, and uh, she literally lets little Jamie Raskin 
and Rashida Tlaib and all these other woke Democrats, she really lets them have it. She really lets them have it. And you want to know what's great about this? Is then when, it, when an immigrant who comes to this country legally sits up there and tells you about their country and tells you how you're wrong as a Democrat, they really don't have nothing to say. There's nothing they can say. They have to just sit there and take it. Because if they say anything in response to her, they sound, they feel, a, you know, their, their whole ma- mantra is, you know, unless you're a Republican or a conservative or a Trump supporter, just we don't want to offend them. So they have to let her sit there and do it. And she destroys Jamie Raskin. She destroys Rashida Tlaib. And I think, I think we need to have more, more legal immigrants testifying in Congress, televised, so that they can tell their stories. Because people that are fleeing communism, they're coming here, and what they don't know is the people that are trying to get them here are going to usher in communism themselves. That's the disgusting part of this. Check this out. I think you'll like it. I came to the United States at the age of four. I was an immigrant to the great state of New Jersey, and I grew up in Morgantown, West Virginia, a mostly white state. I was affirmed, I was supported, and I was able to grow up a girl who knew not a word of English when I arrived to become a reporter for the Wall Street Journal. I am sitting here before you today, apparently the face of white supremacy. I am wearing a shirt that my father made. My father survived literally white supremacy in India. My father is five foot three. Because when he was a boy, the white supremacists that were the British rule in India literally funneled food away from the people of India, and my father starved. And so he grew up to be a young man who came to the United States of America because he believed in the values and principles of this great nation. My father made this shirt for me, inspired by the gown that Representative Ocasio-Cortez wore to the Met Gala. And it says on here the names that we, the parents in the United States of America, have been called, including in the video that you featured, Chairman Raskin. Things like domestic terrorist, white supremacist, QAnon moms. What is it that we, the parents, have dared to stand up against in the United States of America over the last couple years? It is a divisive ideology expressed through this book called Critical Race Theory. It is a book that is taught in law schools, but it is translated into our school systems with books like this, Not My Idea, a book about whiteness. The trickle-down effect of the demonization of any human being because of their race is books like this. Where does this book take us as an idea? It takes us to this very simple idea. An idea that is a new hierarchy of human value. There is no doubt that the hierarchy of human value that was about white supremacy is illegitimate. Every single person is opposed to the idea of white supremacy. But we cannot replace an old hierarchy of human value with a new hierarchy of human value that demonizes children with this book, Whiteness is a Bad Deal, Signing a Contract with the Devil. What is the message in this? The message is the shaming of human beings. No child should be shamed. And why is this a threat to our democracy? Because we then have posters like this one in the Los Angeles School District 
What does it say? F America, with KKK replacing the C. Because the idea is that our nation has become a white supremacist nation. And that is not true. That is not the reality. And we can see exhibited here today this poster also, F the police. This is an ideology that I call the woke army. It is an ideology of activists who are going through America's school districts yep. and our communities. Yep. And what they are doing is a threat to democracy. What is the greatest threat that our children face today? It is the learning loss that has happened in our school districts. The Department of Justice declares clearly the characteristics that lead any human being to extremism include having less education. Chairman Raskin, I don't know if you know it, but the reading level in your school district, in Montgomery County Schools, is at 32% of kids that are reading at, at grade level. Math is at 30%. Wow. Congressman, Congresswoman Talib is here. In Detroit, it's 18% and wow. then 12% for math. Wow. It is a failure. This is a system failure. White supremacy must be defeated, as must all extremism. This is our mandate as adults for our children. Our children are in a crisis today, and the idea that we, the parents, are now the agents of white supremacy is unacceptable. All of these books that I have. I'll pretty much just leave it right there, folks. She laid it all out there. What I, what I really like about what she did with little Jamie Raskin and Rashida Tlaib is she said, your school districts, here is where you are. You're not even over 35% in academics. Why don't you focus more on academics and less on this kind of crap if you're going to come up here and lecture us and label us parents who actually care about our children's academia, if you're going to sit up here and lecture us, at least make sure you're coming from a district that actually does something. At least you're going to show that you come from a district that you're actually, uh, that you can actually say, look, look at what I'm doing. Your own districts are failing. And that's what I love about that stuff. You'll never see that. I bet you won't even see that on Fox. You might, you might see it on Fox. I doubt it. But you need to see that all over the country, ladies and gentlemen. That right there is what every parent should be seeing on mainstream media. But they won't. And why won't they? Well, it's very, it's very um, clear why they won't. Because the same people that are pushing this whole like narrative of trendy, transgender, and all that, they're the, the, the same people that own the media companies. And if they... If they put anything like this on ABC or CBS or anything like that, then they, their whole narrative would be down the drain. So it, it, it's incumbent upon my, people like myself, Louder with Crowder. It's incumbent on people like Mike Crispy, Steve Bannon, and all of us, independent media, to get it out there. You guys already know that the quality of independent media today is so much higher than the quality of corporate media. Think about this, ladies and gentlemen. Think about the quality of... Uh, of Ben Berkman's reporting, the quality of uh, April Moss's reporting, the quality of Ivory Hecker's reporting. And then think about the quality that you get from people like Mike Crispy or a Steve Bannon or a, uh, or a Louder with Crowder. You get truth and you get it in a quality way. And you get fun, you get gospel, you get whatever, but you get the total package. Corporate media sucks. It's just plain boring. Eli and I were talking about that today. 
absolutely just plain boring. So before we move to the next um, topic here, we got to go ahead and we've got to give the Smarty Award of the day today. And I hope that you will agree with me that the person who is definitely uh, eligible and deserving of the Smarty Award would be that mother right there, that immigrant right there who laid it all out and put it right in front of their faces. Let's go ahead. Smarty Award of the day, ladies and gentlemen. And you know what? If more parents, if more parents would just go do that, you don't got to get riled up. You don't got to get all mad and screamy and this, that, and the other. Just go and calmly sit there and just wreck them. Just wreck them, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. (laughs) We've not done this in a while, so forgive me. We must remove the hat. We must get ready, ladies and gentlemen, because it's about to go down. That's right. It's rhino hunting time. I'll make you famous. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this next rhino that we're going after, we've got to be very, very careful, okay? Because this rhino has been hunted so much. He has been hunted to almost the brink of extinction. And every single time, he comes back. So, like the great Steve Irwin, right now, we're in the thick of it. We're in the wild, ladies and gentlemen. And we're out here, and we're hunting for none other than the, the main rhino himself, John Boehner, former Speaker of the House, John Boehner. We're right now in the thick of it, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't want you to get close. I don't want you to try this at home unless you've got all of your resources ready, because here we go. John Boehner is the largest rhino today. Check this out. Watch him cry. Oh, crying John Boehner. Oh, John Boehner's crying over Nancy Pelosi's portrait, ladies and gentlemen. Check it out. My team here in Washington, and Madam Speaker, I have to say, my girls told me, tell this speaker how much we admire her. Oh, 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 Nancy's so happy. Look at her. So you couldn't tell my girls were Democrats. <laughs> oh, oh, could you please tell this s- s- uh, speaker how <gasps> we admire her? If you can't tell, my girls are Democrats. Oh, so are you, John Boehner. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, doesn't it? Crikey, ladies and gentlemen. We've bagged ourselves a rhino. (laughs) Let's skin him. (laughs) This is absolutely out of... What a loser. You know what? Where's the music? Just cue it. I'm a loser. (laughs) I'm a loser. I'm a loser. (laughs) Crying John Boehner, ladies and gentlemen. Crying John Boehner makes his return as the biggest loser ever. As the biggest loser ever. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, here's a way for you not to lose, all right? Especially if you had a business during COVID. All you got to do, ladies and gentlemen, if you had any W-2 employees of your business that you kept through those hard and terrible lockdowns, well, you are eligible for up to $26,000 per employee, per employee that you kept through the, the, uh, the Fauci lockdowns, ladies and gentlemen. This is a way to get your money back, okay? If you added 10 employees, uh, you're eligible for $226,000. That simple, that easy. It's not a loan, ladies and gentlemen. And if you don't have a business, I know that you know somebody who has a business. And I know that you know somebody who had a 501c3. Or you know somebody who runs a church. Maybe your pastor. Just let them know about covidtaxrelief.org because it could be what gets people right back on their feet. So many uh, people have already taken advantage of it. We've shown you the checks. Patriot Donnie was a recipient of it as well. Ladies and gentlemen, up to $26,000 per employee. Whether you kept them or whether you were forced to lock down, go get that money. COVID tax relief. Maybe you can just turn your business around. Maybe you can set yourself up. Maybe you can put the money in your child's uh, uh, future college. Either way, it's your money. Go get it. It was passed through the CARES Act. Again, if anything, if you were affected in any way during, these COVID, uh, during this COVID crap and you had W2 employees during the time, you are eligible. It is that simple. So tell your family, tell your friends, and tell them all. Now, ladies and gentlemen, apparently the great MyPillow King, Mike Lindell, the great MyPillow King, Mike Lindell, apparently he is not playing around when it comes to this RNC seat. I'm saying he wants it. He wants that RNC chair seat so bad. He wants to reform the RNC in a good way. I believe him. I love Mike Lindell. He's been on the show a number of times. You guys have used the promo code for the last two years. We propped this man up when everybody else left him. And Mike Lindell has been one of, if not the biggest fighter for MAGA in all time, right? Well, Mike Lindell went on Steve Bannon's show earlier to talk about this. And I got to love Steve because Steve did press him. Steve pressed him exactly how I would press him when it comes to this question. And his answer about his uh, journey to the RNC, he's not playing games, folks. He's serious. And he even had a uh, conversation with Harmeet Dillon last night. But what he is prepared to do as RNC chair, along with getting Scott Pressler involved, ladies and gentlemen, you would have the grand new party. Check it out. The MyPillow King himself, Mike Lindell. Uh, Mike, uh, you've thrown your hat into the ring uh, for the RNC it's kind of the populace that are running, kind of the precinct strategy guy that's running, that's kind of the voice of the people. There's a lot of people in the power structure of Washington that think you're a disruptor and you may disrupt or chop block uh, Ronna McDaniel, but you got basically zero chance of being head of the RNC. How, how do you respond to the power brokers in Washington when they dismiss your candidacy? Is any, anything more than a chop block to Ronna McDaniel, sir? Well, what do you think they're going to say? Of course, they're going to say that. They, that's their propaganda place, that they, or what they always do. Um, they, uh, I've been calling all 168. I even talked to Harmeet yesterday that's running, and, and we had a great conversation. And uh, um, But the, it's a common – everyone I've talked to, Steve, it's a very common theme. Rana has failed. I asked a lot of them. I said, why would she even run again if she loves our country? And they, the common theme was ego, 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 and then money. And uh, I want everybody to know I'm not going to take a salary. I'm going to put it right back into the RNC Ooh. because immediately we're going to change it into this amazing, amazing organization where the donors are going to have trust again and pour money into it. And we're going to put the money in the right places. You have to spend money to get a return on your investment. And and uh, when they say hold, that, hold, hold, hold. that's a big hold, that's a big that's a big deal. You're saying that you will not take 
a, a penny. You will not take a salary from the RNC. Absolutely, and I will put it right back into the RNC. Boom. And uh, boom. And Steve, when they say I don't have a chance, here's where they might not realize that uh, this is uh, 163 from each state that vote, which I get to call to each one of them individually, and they use paper ballots, hand counted, no machines. Whoa. Whoa. Maybe the people that are saying that I can't win uh, uh, think there's going to be machines involved. I don't know. Just saying. Well, there you go. So again, ladies and gentlemen, I don't, I, I don't care if we get him or Harmeet Dillon. Actually, to be honest with you, I would like Mike Lindell. I would like Mike Lindell. The guy was went from crackhead to CEO. He's a billionaire. He's worked out an incredible model using all of us great patriots out there to prop his business up when everybody failed him and walked away from him. The guy's obviously a genius. He obviously understands business management. He obviously understands budgeting. He's a smart guy. He's a numbers guy. He may not be a politician, but that's exactly what we don't want. Now, however, moving over to Harmeet Dillon. She is a public servant politician, but... I believe that she would do a great job as well. But I believe that she would be more susceptible to becoming a rhino than Mike Lindell. So we can't just look about what their abilities would be once they get there. We got to look and see what their loyalties would be two years after they're there. That's the important thing, where their loyalties would lie. So I'm all in for Mike Lindell on this, ladies and gentlemen. And like Tim said in the thread, Look at that. Just ordered my MyPillow today using promo code LFA, said Rob. And then donated 50 bucks. Thank you, Rob. But Tim said, MyPillow, my slippers, my RNC. Just saying. Great, <laughs> great statement there, brother. Great statement. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the RNC, we're going to be running a little late tonight, so I hope that's okay. I know Eli wants to get out of here, so I'll try to hurry this up. Uh, the RNC under Ronald McDaniel has spent millions of dollars on private jets and luxury items. This is a scandal right now that's coming out because everybody wants this girl gone. They just want her gone. She's done a terrible job. She sucks. She sucks at her job. It's time for a change. Anyway, an analysis by Red State of the RNC's uh, spending found that millions have been spent on luxury expenses since 2017. Right, right, right around the time she came in, right? These expenses included private jets, limo services, NFL games, broad shows, senior staffer retreats, and on items from high-end brands. I want everybody in the comment section right now, if you've received a call from the RNC this year asking for money, raise your hand in the comments uh, thread, okay? And I'm going to pull up the uh, Rumble chat here in a minute. Right when we, when this has a, you know, when the, uh, the lag goes from when I said that to you answer that. One more time. If you have been called by the RNC at all this year looking for money, I want you to say me in the comment thread. Why? Why? Because they just spent them on private jets, limo services, NFL games, Broadway shows, senior staffer retreats. That one really ticks me off. That one really ticks me off. Here we go. Let's see. I have, says Bumblebee Patriot. Mike can't be bought. Amen. She will get the rhino. She will get it. The rhinos will get to her. I agree on that one, Terrence. I agree on that one. There we go. Shirley, they wanted 100 bucks. June, I have multiple times. Yep, me, me. Rona should work for Dyson or Hoover. <laughs> hands up. Look at all the hands up. I don't have to read them. You guys see them. They're going a million miles an hour right now. Look at the engagement. Now, look at that. We have one. Shan says, I have not. There you go. I got a call from the RNC. Me, 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 me. 
Jeremy, are you doing a five o'clock? I'm not sure what that said. It went too fast. Well, look at that. I would say 90 something percent or equivalent to uh, Donald Trump's uh, endorsement record is saying me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I just want you to know if that's what you've been paying for. That's what you've been paying for. So the next time they call you asking for money, tell them to stick it where the sun don't shine. All right. Stick it where the sun don't shine. We're talking millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a huge problem. Huge problem. You know what else is a huge problem? The southern border. And Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, what a stupid individual that person is. Might be the dumbest person alive next to Maxine Waters. I don't know, but Alejandro Mayorkas has got to go. He's got to go like yesterday. And I want to give a big shout out to Jim Jordan because Jim Jordan wants to see Alejandro Mayorkas literally impeached and possibly behind bars. And I wish Jim Jordan was just, I wish he'd separate himself so much from Kevin McCarthy. I really do because Jim Jordan is such a great guy. Check out this exchange where Senator Mayorkas just could not answer Jim Jordan's very simple question. And of course, the chair lady shut him down. Check this out. 42 illegal uh, immigrants were uh, encountered at our border are on the terrorist and no-fly list. Are any of them still in our country? Gentlemen's time has expired. This is an important question for this committee. Are any of them still in our country? Congressman, I will um, deliver to you a response with respect. No, no, no. That's a simple question. Are terrorists, on, people on the terrorist watch list, no-fly list, are they still in the United States that you've encountered on the border? Uh, Congressman, some of them may be still in detention. So I will... Have any I of them been released? Have the any of them been released? Time has expired. This is the critical for the... Com- recognizes you got 42... I just, woman, have they been released? Can you woman, can, will the gentleman answer that question? Paul. Congressman, Thank I will you. provide you with... Thank the you, ma'am. may have been released. Thank you. 42 Thank you. illegal... So 42 illegal... All right. All right. So there you go. Jim Jordan pressing Alejandro Mayorkas, and Alejandro Mayorkas could not answer that. Do you know why he couldn't answer it? Because he's a criminal. Because he's a criminal. So not only are you paying for the RNC to have luxury vacations and have all the top-notch stuff in the world while we suffer around the holidays, and we do, and we do. How many people have we had to raise money for this year because we're suffering? Why do we have to have sponsors for the show? Because everybody is coming up short, not the RNC, so you're paying for that. You're paying for these illegal immigrants to come over the border and under his watch, under his watch and under Biden's watch. You're paying for that, too. You know what else you're paying for? Well, let's go to Nancy Pelosi's city of San Francisco and let's check in with our great friend um, Savannah Hernandez, who's on the city uh, city streets of San Francisco. Okay, and uh, she breaks down exactly another thing that you, the taxpayer, is paying for. Everything is on your back. They are destroying this country. And guess what? You are paying for it ladies and gentlemen check this out center here in san francisco talk to us about what you got so um i got so much stuff i mean literally they gave me a whole box of syringes those are a whole box of syringes i mean literally for free right this is all on taxpayer dollars in these nondiscreet black bags you can't even get a plastic stroll in san francisco let alone they're just giving away as many needles as you want i have um, Narcans, I have these sanitary cookers, tie-offs to tie off your arm, saline water, clean saline packages to cook the dope with. And anybody can just come into this place and, and grab these bags full of equipment? For free. Imagine a, a warehouse where these people are getting together and they're basically cutting little small pieces of tin foil. Right? They're literally giving you small pieces of tinfoil to smoke dope off of this straw like this. That's what they're giving. That's what our taxpayer money is going to here in San Francisco. Not to schools, not, not to children's, uh, um, not to the traffic, not to anything to, to better the roads. 
anything like that. It is all for that. They even give you vitamin C, which is which is new to me. It, it's I guess it's supposed to help you melt the dope down, the fentanyl and the heroin. It's supposed to help you melt that stuff down. So I mean, so the most surprising thing to me at the end there after I got all this stuff, all this paraphernalia that they're basically giving away for free, the most alarming thing was I asked where I could go to get some help to get clean and they had no idea. They told me to go down to Hospitality House that they don't know anywhere I can go in and get abstinence-based treatment and just get clean and that's the problem here in San Francisco. Wow. They didn't even want it. They didn't even know where he could get clean. Folks, they're doping us up on purpose. They're keeping people homeless and on the streets on purpose. They're keeping the border open on purpose. They're purging the United States as we know it. They're ushering in Obama, a fundamental change. All of this was their plan the whole time. It would have already been ushered in had Trump not spoiled their plans in 2016. Do you understand why it's so important that you vote? I understand people are sick of voting, but this is why. We, you've got to still vote, and you've got to put faith in the fact that people are out there trying to do everything they can so they can't cheat. But you can't stop voting. You just can't. And you can't stop sharing. And you can't stop putting these videos out there. You just can't. Your time to fight actually revolves around digital media. And that's, and that's, how, that's one form of fighting. Big shout out to Savannah Hernandez. Been on the show multiple times. And what a great, great, great job that she's been doing. What a great job. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the moment I've been waiting for, the end of the show, you know how Donald Trump came out with his playing cards, right? His trading cards, and the whole world's going nuts and buying them, $100 a pop, everybody wants their little NFT, uh, Donald Trump playing cards. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I know that you were anxious. I know that you were like, well, wait a minute. What about Joey Applesauce cards? What about... Riding with Biden cards. Where are my, where's my Biden cards? All the lefties out there are like, Trump got his own playing cards. I want Biden trading cards. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we got them. There they are. Mumbling Joe at the podium here. We've got Mumbling Joe falling up the stairs. We've got Mumbling Joe falling off the bike. We've got Pedo Hitler here talking about, I didn't give him the money. Well, <laughs> he fired him. I'll be damned. We've got Mumbling Joe falling up the stairs again. We've got Mumbling Joe with all of his Ukraine natural gas buddies. Of course, we couldn't. You cannot have a Joe Biden trading card set without having Crack Pipe Hunter in the building, right? Smoking Parmesan and filming himself with 57 cameras. And of course, we end it with old Crackface himself. That's right. Looking like he just got hit by the meth train. <laughs> Look like he just fell out the meth tree and hit every branch on the way down. Ladies and gentlemen, your true blue Joe Biden trading cards. Don't worry, lefties. Don't worry. You won't be left out even when it comes to tra uh, playing cards. But something even better than that, folks, I honestly agree. This is what I think. If Donald Trump would have came out with an action figure rather than playing cards, oh, my Lanta, it could have been so much better. As a matter of fact, I think it could have been so good, you might have seen something like this had he put out an action figure rather than playing cards. I mean, who wants playing cards anymore anyway? Ladies and gentlemen, the Donald Trump action figure. The all-new Donald Trump action figure. Whoa. I'm really rich. Unleash the power of the smartest, richest, and most powerful man. Wow, look at his normal-sized hands. Heartless Hillary is mounting an attack. Donald Trump's ideas are dangerously incoherent. Hillary, you're fired. You got Trump. But wait, it's 
the evil Robo Obama. In politics and in life, ignorance is not a virtue. He doesn't have a clue. Donald Trump saves the day. Make America great again with the all-new Donald Trump action figure. Paid for by Mexico. Paid Paid for by Mexico. Now, if he would have come out with that, I would have bought it. I'd have bought the action figure, especially watching him take out Heartless Hillary and Robo-Obama. That would have been incredible, right? Paid for by Mexico. Now, that I would have bought, but I'm not going to buy one of those $100 digital cards. Not on your life, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) But at least we got the announcement that we wanted, right? All we wanted was a real announcement. Maybe not the announcement that we wanted, But we got it. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget. Go to JeremyHarrell.com. Get yourself an Armor of God hat. I'll tell you what. These sweatpants and these sweatshirts, hooded or not hooded, these are one of the most comfiest things you'll ever wear. You may not ever change out of them ever again. Get your Under Armour, uh, I mean your arm Under the Armor of God shirts. We also have children's sizes for uh, for. For Christmas, uh, send them back to school in a patriotic gear. We have toddler all the way up through teen, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, we've got the new stuff here. Scroll up. Scroll up to uh, the Jesus Calling shirts. My favorite shirt we have. Will you decline or will you accept? Okay, will you decline or will you accept? We've got the Armor of God fleece blankets. We've got the Rise Up coffee. We've got the Big Bang MAGA shirts, ladies and gentlemen. So much right there on JeremyHerald.com. And while you're there, sign up for the newsletter on the front page at the bottom. Very, very simple to do. And if you can, become a one-time or a monthly donor because, hey, we're living in a Biden economy. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I love each and every one of you. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love you all, and I'll see you in the morning at 9 a.m. for another episode of Rise Up. I hope to see you there. Get up early in the morning, set your uh, alarm clocks, get your coffee ready to brew, and join with us for Rise Up with Rise Up Coffee and the Rise Up Podcast. All right, and until then, keep a smile on your face, keep your families close, and keep spreading that gospel. Say it with me. Peace.